So tonight, um, the theme is, where do I fit when I'm so lost and broken? For so many of us, feeling lost is a normal, everyday feeling, but the Bible tells us that Jesus sends out to seek and save the lost, and tonight we will explore where we all fit when we're feeling lost in struggles, habits, or in everyday life. Okay. Um, well, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. Um, I just want to sort of introduce that, unpack it. Um, on, on Tuesday night, I talked a lot about the baggage that we carry and what, how we deal with that, how that can impact our lives, what we can do. Okay? Um, one of the things that I know God's called me to do is to work with young men, um, to mentor them, to help them through struggles, habits, all those things that hold them back and how they struggle with everyday life. So that's actually how I know these two guys. Okay? Um, and that's why I asked them to come as well. Because I sort of wanted to show you guys that people that have had this stuff going on in the past have now come through it. They're not perfect. None of us are. Um, but they've come through it and, and, and God has worked. And, and I know that's what Chris is going to pick up on later. Um, so, yeah. You know, I, I told you on, on, on Tuesday, you know, life for me was a struggle um, for many years. I struggled my way through school. I couldn't just focus with school. I didn't like it. Um, I formed habits in school. Um, I had to be so organized that I had everything in my bag from a Sunday night that I needed until the Friday afternoon <laughs> because I couldn't cope with the thought of going to school without something. Um, and one day somebody made fun of me for that and it was a teacher and I stopped and life then was awful because I just didn't do it and I was forgetting stuff and, and, and school was just awful. But for the past three years, I've spent the past three years working in Ashfield, working with kids who had those kind of struggles as well. So it was great because my everyday job was helping them get organised, working them, teaching them how to read a timetable. Things that they, things that they find life so difficult that those people might be quite small. But just how do they break those habits? How do they fix those struggles? You know, anger issues. You know, when you get angry at people, when you get upset, how do you just control that that you don't have an outburst? Um, and it's great because I think it's brilliant because people look and they go, but I can just hit them. And I'm like, no. And then they go, but you're a Christian and that's why you're saying that. You know, but it's nice to have that Christian influence on, on the, the secular world. Um, so what we're talking about tonight is, is something that I've, I've had a lot of ministry time in. Um, I've worked with a lot of people. Um, breaking down different barriers and stuff that, that stop them doing stuff helping them through different habits they've got into and just different struggles to, to survive and, and to live in everyday life um, so yeah tonight that's what we want to talk about Chris will talk a bit about himself um, I've done a survey with you guys and some other wider people um, and some of the stuff that came back from that really shocked me and some of the stuff that you guys say you struggle with habits that you, you trying to break and, and we were going to explore some of that tonight I probably will touch on some of it towards the end but I think what we're going to do is we're going to use that to form another series of teachings because there was quite a lot of stuff that came out and, and quite a lot of you guys would tell me that school is a huge problem and I really didn't expect that and I felt quite naive then whenever that came out because I thought okay actually quite a lot more people are saying that school is a, is a major problem um, so we're going to talk about that and how we can undo that. But Chris is going to talk now and he's going to sort of lead us a wee bit through his life and uh, stuff that's happened and then take us uh, into the Bible and see what that has to say.
Hello. Um, basic background for me. Um, grew up in uh, Gunhark, Presbyterian. Um, was made to go. Didn't really want to go from the high high. Come P7, finally thought, you know what, new school, new start, don't want, don't want anything to do with church, just I want to do my own thing. Um, come, well, first three years of school, do my own thing, did a lot of stuff that I wouldn't say I regret because I kind of know how to help someone who goes through what I did, um, but from drink to drugs to sex, everything within the first three years that you really, for third year, to have that experience is really quite crazy. Um, coming to fourth year, GCSE's time, um, started getting friendly with a guy called David, and uh, he actually should be coming later on tonight. Um, but he was Christian, and I fell in the middle of long, cried from the very start, and starting to talk to David, it was kind of like, there's something different, there's something not not the same that everyone else is kind of talking about. He, the way he, he talked to me, the way he had a laugh, but yet it wasn't anything to do with going out and getting absolutely hammered or going out and get, just getting, doing stupid things. Um, so we started talking to David and uh, the whole, wee, whole wee group of Christians that I actually realised it was in Ashfield. Um, got started and get, got really friendly with them. Uh, started going to Glenmarken. Uh, most of them go to Glenmarken. Uh, so started going to Glenmarken uh, just to kind of be with them. Uh, things were good. Didn't really think of committing my life to God then. Heard more stories about what what this this, this God is and. Why, what he is here for and what, what we need to do for him. Um, that was fine. Uh, the year went by. Kind of heard, started hearing more stories. Coming into fifth year was me and what, did, what did I do in my life uh, here. I uh, had a lot of struggles, um, which Andrew's very, very kindly helped me out with. Um, conquering them. Uh, coming from doing everything to kind of stopping and with with my uh, Christian friends as well that they've been a big encouragement uh, kind of helping me out through that uh, went to there's an event on every year up at the Glen Mackin's called Flux if they're a Christian some, someone similar to this um, and went to it a couple of times and Started hearing all these different stories about people getting saved, and I kind of go, w- "What? What is this? What? What is this all about?" So we started asking questions, and then started asking questions. But but if God's so good, why does what is all this happening? Why? Why? Like all these stupid questions that really didn't need answered. Um. So that was that was it. Uh. Started started talking to uh, different guys my age. Um, that were going through the same struggles but were a Christian and kind of had an influence on my life. That side of things where they're going through the same stuff but they know, well, from Christianity's side point of view. Um, one night, Flux kind of went going, do you know what, I'm going to actually step out here and question everyone about what, what is this God and why, why, 
why does he let all this stuff happen when if he if he's so loving and if he's so amazing? Um, didn't ask a single question that night, but give my life to God. Um, broke down crying. Finally found the missing part of me um, that I have tried to replace with drink, drugs, everything else. Um, from then on, started going to Glenmacken for a while. Uh, didn't have a car then, so couldn't get up as such. Uh, I lived closer to Donnellyland, so David actually went to Donnellyland, so started going to Donnellyland. Um, they strengthened me in my walk with God, and uh, when I got to a certain stage, um, I felt my walk with God that I got called to back to Glenmacken. Um, so back at Glenmacken now, um, getting on rightly. Uh, living for God, struggling on as usual, um, but going at it with a different heart, going at it with a different mindset that, yes, I know that I always fall, but I know that God will step in um, and pick me up when I do fall. Um, yeah, so that's really a bit about me and a bit of my testimony about how I came to know Jesus. Um, what I was going to do was talk a wee bit about uh, the story about David and Glass. Um, and about the whole David stepping out he was our age um, he was uh, he was a teenager um, all his big brothers were away to uh, to fight uh, to fight the Philistines as you probably well know the story of David and Glass um, so that's fine his father stands him out to uh get some information on how the brothers are doing. Uh, David hears Glass shouting and all the like, cursing and t- shouting all this stuff that he kind of goes with, what's going on here? Um, and what I get out of that is it's, that's the non-Christians in our life or the struggles that we face is kind of shouting at us, kind of going, do you know what? It's okay, just, 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 just leave it. it you, you can't do it anyway, so what's the point? Um, as I said, David David is the same age as us. Um, so, as David did, and it is a, such a hard thing to do, stand up to your problems. So, David stood up the glass. Um, also, instead of going in with all the armour on, he simply went on in with his tunic and a shepherd staff and a sling like that's that may not seem much but instead of going in fully clothed with armour and everything to protect him all he didn't really all he had was a sling to protect him which kind of leaves him vulnerable Um well that's that's what I get out of that anyway Um kind of faced faced Goliath and the way I feel that we should face our own struggles and problems about it's not he's not a giant he's not massive he's not he's not he can't he's not unconquerable if that's the word Um, he he was just a man but he was I think they've worked it out he was uh, three metres high so he he wasn't that tall 
Um, but he was just a man. He was just mortal uh, compared to God. And for for David to actually step out and uh, in faith, knowing that God will get him through the the fight. Maybe he, he probably he was probably was scared, but he he had he had confidence in in God that he actually would step out and help him. Um, but the fact that uh, kind of getting that glass being, as I said, one of our struggles or problems, or many of our struggles and problems, that David did step up to the glass and instead of kind of as as everyone else did step back and kind of whoa, 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 like chill. He stepped up and went, you know what, bring it on because I know that God's on my side and I know that I can do amazing things with God. Um, so what I'm really saying is no matter what what struggles come your way, no matter how big they seem, um, like I know personally, I, I've gone through stuff and you're kind of going, yeah, God, you're not getting rid of this one. Uh, it's it's not going to work. Um, but every time, without fail, God just kind of go, just laughs and goes, "Told you." And I've been proved wrong so many times, and eventually, well, I've I've just given in to God and given everything to God because I can't live my life. I can't go out every day and do my own thing when I know that I won't be living for God. Um, a couple of questions that I kind of wanted you to to ponder over um, would be, as I said, are you are you facing a problem or a giant situation um, that is kind of it's holding you back from actually giving her all of the God and chasing God? Um, I would just. I'd like just to reflect on, like, instead of seeing it from our shoes and seeing it from the struggles that we're going through, take a step back and think, well, like, what would God do? What would, what would Jesus do if he was in this situation? And uh, knowing that God is with, with us, um, Would you step out with in your faith as as David did, knowing that knowing the unknown as such that God will help you, um, and do you trust in God that when when those struggles come and when you do step in to life to live for God? It kind of everything just seems like it gets a hundred times harder, um, but I think if you, if you know that that strength and that peace that is with you, then I think that if, if you do have that in your heart and you know that, that maybe it'll it'll totally change your attitude and change the way you think and you you approach people and it, it is it's so hard to do because I've been there. And done that, and I've struggled, and I've struggled for a couple of years with it. Um, but uh, <laughs> that's alright. Um, but 
knowing where I've come from, from a background of total destruction that I put myself in and that God has pulled me out of it. The, the struggles that I'm facing now is nothing compared to what he's done in my past life. Um, and like, if I can tell you anything that will stick is keep going after God. Don't, don't even consider, oh, well, I'll I, I maybe do this on your own because to be quite honest, you can't. Um, you need God. You need someone to to hold you, to to love you for who you are. Um, and I feel that God's the only person at, at our age to do that. Um, later on in life, when when we meet, when God brings us to that person, um, we can share those those feelings and those uh, emotions with them. But for the time being. Everything now, I think, if we build it on what God's given us now um, and build a foundation for our future now, that now is the hardest time to build a foundation, but if you if you build it now, I, I totally believe that the, the rest of your life will be, will be, build, will be fine. Um, so where do we fit in? Um, which is you've been doing the past three nights, it kind of, it is hard when you're trying to live for God, but sit in with your other friends and trying to get that balance, it's hard, but believe me when I say that, um, when I say that when you give everything to God, like he does give so much more back to you and, I've known that from, well, since since the day and hour that I actually gave my life to God. Um, moving from Dundonald Leelam to Glenwacka was a big step for me. Um, kind of toying, is it just me wanting to move? Or is it is it actually God? Um, praying about it for months. I was I was seven months or something that actually bucked my ideas up and moved. Um, hearing God say it, keep over and go over saying it. Um had a lot of friends, gained a lot of relationships in uh Dundonald and it was hard to leave them. But at the end of the day, still friends with them. Uh, I've got a whole new bunch of friends up at Glenmacken. Uh I don't know what I would do if I well, I know what I would have done if I didn't listen to God and had have stayed there. Nothing would have happened. Uh but uh, looking back on my life, that it's only been three years, three four years, um, and so much has happened within three or four years that it's just sometimes you kind of sit back and think, where, where is it? Like, how has it all happened so fast? But um. But yeah, simply, if if you are struggling, don't hesitate. Just give it to God. Don't don't sit and think, oh, I, I, I'm not important. I don't I don't need, or God won't won't, won't want to listen to what I, what I have to say, or won't want to listen to what I'm going through, like He does. And it may it may seem so small and so insignificant, but 
at the end of the day, it was the small things that built me or built my life up to the big things. And I think if you tackle the small things first, your life will it'll be so much better if you let God in and that you let God just take control. Like it is hard kind of handing it over to God. Um, I still struggle with a lot of things. Um, even helping people that I stuff that I used to struggle with kind of struggle helping them uh, but I know that God is with me and God will put words in my mouth that I, I would never have thought of uh, talking to people now and thinking back like where did that come from like it, it, it's not my mindset of what I've, I've said to people and seeing like me personally seeing God and myself moving through people um it's 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 so satisfying that he is yes he is getting the glory but it's it's amazing to see that he's using me for something other than go out and drinking and making a fool of yourself and doing just doing sheer stupid stuff and just kicking yourself down um there's nothing out there believe me I've been in there and done it um it's all good crack there and then. It's the morning after and the weeks after and the months after and you're kind of going, if, is there no end? Um, if there is that, as I said, that, that hole that you are trying to fill, I guarantee you it's, it's God trying to get in. So just open the door to him um, and just, just let him in. Um, I know later on we're going to have a wee bit of prayer time. Uh, it'll be brilliant. Just, just to, to know that you you will just just open up your hearts and just pour out to God. No matter, no matter what you're going through, no matter what, what you're doing, um, if it is possible, I, uh, I think it would be a good idea to to write down our struggles that we are struggling with, and to physically rip the pieces of paper up, as if to symbolise, you know what. I'm not going to struggle with it anymore because I know God will, God will help us. And yes, I'm not saying from now, now on it's going to be plain sailing. It'll get tougher. Um, but the more you live for God, the more you see of Him working in your your life, and the more you see of miracles happening in your life and in other people's lives around you. Um, that's that's really all I've got for you. If Andrew wants to come back up again. Talk about yourself, sir. Um, yeah. Um. Can you get me some paper and pen? Yes. For everybody? Yeah. Okay. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Okay. Thanks, Barbara. Okay. I'm on the table. The best is Laura's going to go and count out 18 pieces of paper because I just left my hand. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. I want to touch you a bit just on the whole David and Glass thing. You know. Sometimes our problems can seem so big to us, but to other people they can look quite small. And we can think that, you know, 
we can listen to that and think, well, do you know what? That's sort of ridiculing that a wee bit. And do you know what? Sometimes we need to hear that. We need to hear that our problems aren't as big as we think. You know, they are, you know, small, small things. But it's, it's the way that's approached. You know, because some people do do it to ridicule and they're like, oh, that's just such a small thing. But yeah, it can be so, so massive, it's unbelievable. Um, you know, David and Goliath, I love it. Um, David went to take on the, the, the problem for Israel, this big giant. Just him and five stones. And the reason he had five was because he was going to take down Goliath and his four brothers. Because he was going to take down his problem, and if his four brothers appeared in the background, he was going to take them down so that they couldn't become a problem for everybody else. And that's the attitude we need to have, because you'll find in life that you do, and you seem to get over one struggle and then something else comes along, but if you go in with that mindset that you're going to be a conqueror, and everybody in this room is a conqueror. Everybody. Not one person in this room is a failure, and not one person in this room is a letdown. But everybody is a conqueror, and everybody can conquer it no matter what it is. You know, I, I shared with you on Monday night the whole story about the ball. I couldn't throw a ball from one hand to the other, and I nearly dropped it there, and that would have been embarrassing. <laughs> that is such a small thing for so many people, but for me that was such a huge, big thing. <laughs> no, she was going, ah, 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 and she's walking down the stairs. I don't know why she went upstairs, but okay. <laughs> you know, that is such a small thing for so many people, but for me that was something that was <laughs> so big, you know. Um, you know, clicking my fingers, I couldn't do that because I couldn't coordinate two fingers to click together and it used to drive me mad. I couldn't kick a ball in a straight line. They're all struggles that to you guys might seem so small. I couldn't even kick a ball most of the time, actually, what am I talking about a straight line? <laughs> but to me, that was a huge thing because all my friends were doing that. I was, you know, whenever you... St- I remember years ago when music was good, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all these songs used to have this thing where people click their fingers nice to stand on just to pretend because <laughs> I knew I wasn't making any noise but anyway else you know because I didn't I wanted to try and fit in and as Julie said last night we don't fit in we don't one day we will but while we're here on this earth we don't fit in because we're made to be different we're made to stand out we're made to be a light I could talk about the diamond on Sunday, you know, diamonds don't shine, they reflect. Diamonds don't shine light, there's nothing in a diamond that can make it shine. But it's the materials that make up that diamond that make it reflect. And it's the things that make us up, make us up that make us reflect Jesus. And sometimes we can let those struggles blur those spaces that allow us to reflect. But it's about washing that off and cleaning that up. You know, when a diamond comes out, it doesn't reflect at all. Instead, it's really dirty, but it has to be worked up and refined. You know, I don't know where Laura got all this paper from. But it's definitely just photocopying. <laughs> no, the stuff that sits on the shelf beside the photocopy is all the stuff backups. But if we need more, we just photocopy. <laughs> <laughs>
No, it's just the top bit scrap. <laughs> it's all right, it's all right. There's a couple of things here we can you just scrap. Talk about yourself. For those of you that are listening on the recording, uh, yeah, just talk to somebody beside you there, you know. Hopefully you're not in a room on your own, because that'll be awkward. I have enough, we have enough pages here we can make up some scrap. Anyway. Back to that. Uh, oh, oh. Okay. Um, let me re- re- get my thoughts back now. Yeah. So we don't fit. We're not made to fit in. But we can deal with the stuff that's holding us back. And everybody in here tonight has a struggle, has a habit, has a problem that is stopping them fitting in. But we need to be vulnerable, like I said. We need to take that step and talk to somebody about it. So it was quite funny because I was doing my whole talking to Jesus bit. And just as I felt something, Chris said it. So what we're going to do is we're going to get a bit of paper and we're going to write down a struggle or a problem. Okay? But we're going to take two bits of paper. We're going to write the same thing on both. Okay? We're going to fold one page up. And I'm going to collect that. And then we're going to pray for the ball. And then we're going to keep the other one and we're going to rip it up after we've prayed as a, as a sign. Okay? Before I collect them in, I'm going to collect your pens in so I can't identify things because you normally people freak out a bit like that. So, Chris, you can give everybody two bits of paper. Or I can just pass the box of pens around. I'm not sure if you know There's about pens in the box, so it's all right. Okay? Um... Yeah, you see if you get a pen that doesn't work? You see instead of doing the traditional thing that we seem to do here, I'm putting it back in the box. Could you hold it? I never can pen up. <laughs> I've got to be six back in the pen for more than work. <laughs> Did you not get paper? Oh. As if it's that, I shouldn't get paper. Mm. <laughs> For those of you listening on the recording at home, she's the uh, person that comes along and just heckles. <laughs> so we're going to pray for that. While you're at home, while we're handing out the paper, if you want to pray for that, then feel free. I would in. So yeah, obviously the same issue, struggle, whatever, on the same page. If you want to write more than one, please do. Please make sure I can read the writing. Because I have been in places where it's really awkward because you're like, yeah. <laughs> this one, God. Have I got the paper? Okay. Do you put... Okay. You got some? Can we get a pen as well? Yeah. 
For those of you left at home, not knowing what was about Ian. put your folder up at the paper beside it. Keep one, keep one, and put one on the floor. Same thing on both pages. So for those of you, so for those of you struggling to process this, okay, on this page we write whatever the problem is. So let's say that is that you can never find a pen that works. Ah! Okay? Write it down on this page. Also write it down on this page. So you have carbon copies of each other. Fold them both in half. Place one page beside the pen box and one page in your right hand between your thumb and your forefinger. What happens if you're left-handed? No, that's okay. Jesus loves, left Jesus loves left-handed people more. He just made the right-handed people when he looked at the world and said it. So he made us left-handed people. <laughs> Why is there less left-handed people? Because he's made loads of right-handed people first. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For those of you listening at home, that question about writing things out again twice came from Laura, the same person that brought a photocopy in. Sorry for Billy, Welcome to Stormont. <laughs> we love each other, girly. We Oh, that's what I should have written on my sheet. My biggest struggle is the photocopier. Only funny stuff photocopier. At the minute, photocopier spent E V I L. Do you know that I now know how to fix every sort of jam on that photocopy? I don't even need to look at the instructions anymore. I can tell you by heart the step-by-step instructions. Oh, yeah. Okay. Who are we waiting for? Laura. And David. Is that it? Praise the Lord. 
I didn't think that's true. No, I'm a girl. I can't get down with that.
you help people come to terms with work and, and, and to know how to do that, what to deal with, what it is that you're saying, God, that you help them set up right, the right amount of time, God, that, that they don't feel too pressured um, by schoolwork to know what to do. God, I pray with people struggling with bullying, that you help them to know how to cope with that, um, to know what to do and to know how to respond out of love, God. Um, and also how to, to handle when, when people are fighting with them and, and things that are going on, God. God, I pray that you will give people direction uh, for next year and what to do now they've got results and, and, and where you are leading them. We pray for past relationships. We pray that that you break the, the, the bondage that that is, that is having over people's lives, that you, you help them to move forward in that and, and, and to find a true relationship with you, God, and to know that that, that is the one relationship that matters, just to, to focus on that and to get that right. We pray, God, for strength and courage to help people stand up for you. Um, we pray for people that are feeling shy and insignificant, that you just help them to know, God, that, that you put all the giftings in them that, that they need. God, that there's, there's nothing that... that you haven't put in them that they will need for life, God, but that you will awaken those gifts in them, that you will help them to get that self-confidence to go out and just do the things that you're calling them to do. God, again, we pray for, for school work and for extra work. We pray you, you give people direction, help them to know to know what to do. Um, we pray for people struggling with body image, that you just you just tell them to know that they are created, like Julie said last night, created the way that, that you want them to be, that they are the person that, that you want to be, and there's only one of them. And that they are that one person, and they are the best person at being them, because they're the only person that can do it. God, we pray for people that are feeling trapped, um, that you have them to know freedom, to know how to get out of that. And... and, and who are doing what is expected, that you just help them to to break away. And, and you know what that's about, God, and we just thank you for that. And we thank you that you are on the case there, God. God, for people that are having to pretend to be someone they're not, just to get friends and for people that like you more. God, we pray for honesty in that situation. We pray that they can just go out and be bold, like Chris talked about tonight, to stand out and just say, no, this is who I am. This is who God made me, and this is the person that I am going to be. God, for people that are struggling with the same thing, God, where you know they have people in their lives that they know don't like them, are talking about them behind their back, and yet they continue to pretend that they like them. God, we pray for wisdom and guidance in that situation. God, for people that aren't feeling good enough, for people that are feeling that that they're not good enough. Again, God, just help them to know that there's only one of them and that they're the only person that can be that. That they are the one person that God created to do the things that he has for them. God, we pray that in stressful situations you help people to, to keep their cool and with family, friends, colleagues, whenever they're feeling stressed and annoyed that you just lead them, that you guide them and that you just show them your peace. So God, that they can go out and reflect you. And God, for those struggling to get close to you, to know, to be where they would like to be with you, God, we pray that you help them. God, that you fill them with your Holy Spirit. Give them that power. Help them to know you. God, there's some really serious stuff there. And for some people, it, it may seem ginormous, and some people might think that it's nothing. But God, we know that no matter what, God, that you care. And God, we pray that you come into all of those situations. Lord, that you just break in there, God, and that, that you help people to deal with them. 
God, we pray that you release a special anointing upon the people in this room that will just help them to cope with this. And God, for all of that stuff, that you will bring people into their lives and help them to be honest and open with them to talk about it, God. And also, God, that tonight, you know, they can have that, just that sense that if I go and, and, and talk to someone, that can be the start of the, the, the healing journey, God. God, we just pray for the prayer ministry team as they pray with these guys at the end of the night that you will help them to, to know the answers to have for these situations. God, we thank you for the amazing work that you do in each and every one of us. We thank you for making each of us unique. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, so now we're getting our other pieces of paper. Why have I got two? <laughs> and we're going to... Well, I can't read it out because you know it's mine. <laughs> and we're going to rip them off. Okay? That was very significant. Um... Yeah, 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 yeah. Wrap it up. Um, guys, God has been talking tonight. God has been talking over the past three nights. Um, I know there's people in the room, and, and a lot of that stuff didn't surprise me, um, because it's stuff that's come up over the past couple of nights. Like I said on, on, on Tuesday, I didn't know what I was going to talk about on Tuesday. I had an inkling. Tonight, I just let God decide. Julie, last night, had what she wanted, and she let God lead it. Chris, let God lead it. Sam has let God lead the worship and what songs. So everything that's happened in the past three nights was meant to happen. Okay? Please, 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 if something struck a chord in your heart, don't leave without getting prayer for that. I would love to pray with some of these guys, actually. Um, I know that God has spoken to me about some of you guys, so if you find me asking you, do you want to go for a walk? These guys will tell you you're going to end up at Sea Park. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to walk across And Jesus is going to do his thing. Um, you know, but tonight I, I have before taken people down to Sea Park and we've spent hours walking. And then I've, uh, there's two things I've done. Um, one was we drew a line across in the sand. That was you on that side. It's your choice whether you step over that and walk away from your problems and all that stuff and leave it behind which is very significant to what we've just done written it up don't go back there don't go around back because it's over it's done it's like walking over the line and moving on another one was don't know if it's recorded for legal reasons but uh, very stormy night we went down to Sea Park and you know the wee piers that go out walking to the end of it and I said you know what this is like your life the water's raging around you and you're freaking out I said, right now, would you jump into that water? Or would you walk back to the shore? And he's like, I would walk back to the shore. And I said, so why then, when your life is like this, are you jumping in? And I walked off and I left him. And I said, you decide. He came back, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't jump. Um, 